the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today for On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rody Fisher. As a Christian mom for over 40 years and a teacher of the Bible in public schools for 25 years, Rody will take you on a journey with some of her friends as they share their experiences and testimonies from their walk with Christ. You'll see that you are not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. Welcome to On the Road with Jesus. Now, here's your host, Rody Fisher. And now, here's the continuation from last week's program, part two of On the Road with Jesus. And I'd like for you to talk about a really tough subject. And and I think that there are people out there that are struggling with different things, with, with the same issue, especially after the two years of COVID. Um, tell us a little bit about um, about Joe. Yeah. So, so you were married how many years? It, this would have been um, March 11th would have been our 28th wedding anniversary. Uh, wow. Oct- yeah. October 2nd, he went home to the, be with the Lord um, due to COVID complications. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So um, give, give us a little background. You have how many children and yeah. how many grandchildren? And I can't believe you have grandchildren, but yeah. you do. Um, <laughs> a little background. of, yeah. of that. So um, when Joe and I got married um, in March, um, he had an 11-year-old son. Then I became his mother. He moved in with us when he was 12. And uh, we... Um, I took him through junior high and high school and then send him off to be married. <laughs> and so he has four grandchildren. I'm sorry. I have four grandchildren from him. And wow. then I, we have um, when Joe Jr. was 15, we had our first daughter together. That is Faith. And then uh, two years later, we had our second daughter, Hope. And Faith has two, um, a boy and a girl, two little ones. And, um, and then Hope, um, she's just doing her thing. And uh, she's 23. And uh, so it was really amazing how Joe and I could go out and do ministry together and just focus on the things of God because our children were grown up and they came and visited. We all live in the same area. And so, yeah. Great. Now, um, so you said that he, um, after all this time, you guys are doing ministry together, raising your children um, in the admonition of God, and, and, and they go out and replicate things that you're doing. Um, leading people to Christ and you're showing them how to be um, sharing their, their own testimony, how to yeah. lead other people to the Lord. And I love what you said about um, giving them, you know, using the, the, um, the tracks from, from Ray Comfort's ministry um, and doing, you know, uh, that test that they do. 
um, in his <laughs> ministry. I love it. I love that. Are you, are you a good person? And, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then talk about the 10 commandments. But, um, I love that one. And then of course, using the Roman Romans road. So, and, and it's so important to, to then share their own testimony as to how they came to know Christ too. Because when you get within certain groups, um, and I'm just going to name them, when you get amongst, say, Jehovah Witnesses or, say, Muslims or, say, you know, whatever it is, they, they like to argue denominational divides or scripture. Um, you know, the Muslims would like to say that the, the, the Bible um, has changed and we're, we're not using the same Bible that we used years ago. Um, and things like that. But, but when you're sharing your testimony as to what God did for you, like the blind man, I gave that example. Everyone in the whole community, that whole town knew the blind man was blind from birth. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he talked about, well, Jesus spat on the ground, made clay and put it on his eyes and told him to go wash in the, you know, in the pool of Salon. And he says, and now I see. And so he has that testimony and he, people are shocked. Like, aren't you the blind man? Aren't you the beggar? Aren't, you know, yes, that's me. And now I can see. And, and we have that same testimony when we accept Jesus as your save, as our savior, just as you have. So mm-hmm. sharing the gospel along with our good news, our personal mm-hmm. good news with Jesus is so great because they can't mm-hmm. argue. Absolutely. God did for us. Yeah. What I learned is going out for years witnessing. I try to within three minutes build a relationship with this individual. So I come into the natural. How are you? And, you know, being really friendly. But I know I might only have five minutes with this individual. So I do um, do the get into the good person, show them where there's and they're laughing. They're not offended. So I ask them if they're a good person and and start there. And because there's so many rabbit trails when you're witnessing with someone, they want to go down, but it's like stay on the, the the track of giving them that gospel message and letting them see that they're separated from God from their sins. So once I do that, give them the gospel message and let them know that they need to repent and turn from their sins. Then at that point, we can jump into other religions and um, my testimony. And like, for instance, um, one time I was speaking to a Catholic and she started talking about what she believed. And I said, well, now let me share with you what I believe. And at the end, her she had her granddaughter with her and she's like, I want to serve the God of the Bible. I want to serve Jesus. So there's so many scenarios, but I think when we have that short time on the streets with a stranger, we need to, you know, start with the natural, quickly get into that they're in need with of a savior. And then if they have more time, I definitely get into that testimony or different religions and why is um Christianity, the religion that fits in with the Bible and what Jesus has done, the right and only religion. 
Right. He is the only way, the only truth yeah. in my life. Okay. So um, I do want to touch, and I, I don't mean to, you know, pick a, a scab here, but no, not at I, I all. I want to touch on um, Joe. Uh, on Joe. I, it, yeah. it, it's, it's hard for me to, number one, be- believe he's gone. Yes, me too. But, <laughs> yeah. But I, too, belong to that club that you're in. And I, I didn't want to join that club, but the Lord, you know, took Walt over 30 right. years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, um, he was my previous husband. And um, the devastation that you feel is is even though we walk with Jesus, even though we know where our help comes from, even though we know that Jesus, we're going to see him again, it doesn't take away from the fact that we suffer so mm-hmm. deeply. Absolutely. And, and we're trying to put on this happy face. And and um, so tell us about the things that happened to you mm-hmm. and what, what got you over the hump and still gets you over every hump. Yeah. Because, because for some reason, in the midst of a good day, it can turn quickly. Absolutely. Yeah, they say, and I, I definitely agree, this is a brutal event that I had to go down. Um, this road, this journey, it's brutal. I mean, you look at it as, you know, you were one with your husband and now it was, it's like an amputation. That's the best way to describe it. But we both had COVID and he, he started um, being more effective, uh, affected by these, um, the, the COVID and, um, it was so bad that 911 had to be called and I did not want it to call it. My husband, my son came over and uh, he was put into the ambulance. And as they took off, I, um, my son left and I walked upstairs and standing and I just paused for a minute and was thinking, oh my goodness, what just happened? And my friend calls it who lost her husband pretty much the same way. She's like, this is when the rubber meets the road and your faith is tested. Um, I never, at that moment, I walk into my door, I open the screen door and I look in my house and I'm like, oh my goodness, what just happened? And I'm like, I am running to Jesus. There is no other answer but Jesus. And it really struck me as all the times I go out and witness and saying, and I think about this now, how much, you know, life is but a vapor. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. Um, that becomes so real to me because I said it so much, but I never understood it like I do now. It has so much weight. So in that moment, I walk into my house and I just fall to my knees and cry out to the Lord. And um, and we go th- I go through an eight week um, journey and I run to Jesus and I, I get prayer meetings online every Mondays. And so we do Zoom meetings for prayer. And then on um, Fridays, I get a group of people and we pray in front of the church. And I never lost hope that Jesus was going to heal Joe. It just wasn't the way that I wanted him to heal him. And it took me a long time during this journey to say, Lord, your will. But that last day, I knew that it wasn't going to turn out the way I wanted. And um, God has been my strength being going through such a traumatic time. You're never prepared for such a horrific 
event like this. But it was um, pretty amazing. My neighbor, she um, gave me a cup, a mug that says, be still and know that I am God. Well, that was my key verse that God had given me every time I went through a trial. When I had my first daughter, I went through a dramatic time with her. And that verse was given to me. And then again, when they were, my girls were in their teen years. So I knew something was going to happen when she gave, and you know, I could have been, oh no, what now God? But I knew that God was walking this journey with me and carrying me through. And now that it has, it's April 2nd will be um, six months and I just can't believe it. And I still, I mourn and I'm in, you know, sometimes I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe, you know, the deal was God that (laughs) he would live old with me and we'd die together. (laughs) But, you know, this is life and this is all because of sin. And I realize more than ever, this is not my home. And there is definitely a task that needs to be done. And my assignment is not done yet that God has for me. And I do say, Lord, here I am. Use me how you want. And I want to be an an imitator of God and be pleasing to him. And, And I cling to him more than ever before, because when I had my husband, I could call him up and say, what do I do in this scenario? You know, we a lot of times go to our husbands first. Well, now Jesus is my husband. And I, I tell him, I want you to go before me every step of the way. And I tell you, when I, I started a grief share class, going to that in some classes, it's called Widows of Worth and Chino Hills. And um, there are some in the widow in the grief share class, unbelievers are allowed to attend. And some of the things they say, because it's not just a, it's a Christian um, resource, but that doesn't mean all Christians attend. And to see their pain without serving or having Jesus as their savior, I could not do this without Jesus. I could see the the pain and agony of no hope. We have hope. And one day I will be with my husband in heaven and I have the hope of heaven and and Jesus um, bringing me home to him one day. And so um, it becomes such a an opportunity to proclaim Jesus. And, and when they say things that are biblical, it's like, I pray to my, uh, I talk to my husband every day and I have to be very gentle because they're struggling, but I tell them what I do. Well, I pray to Jesus every day. And I tell Jesus, if you can tell my husband, I miss him today. And I even tell God, I I say, God, you know, my husband wouldn't really approve of this, but you know better. So, (laughs) you know, I'm very transparent with God and with others. If they ask me, what am I going through. I want to share this journey with them. And it has been brutal. And there are some days after six months that are okay. But you know what, I'm just in a whole different area. Am I a new person? Those are the questions I ask myself. And it has been a journey that I would ask no one, you know, no one would go down, but it seems like all of us will eventually. And I say, cling to Jesus, go to him. And the pain that is there, um, it's still there, but at least I can go to Jesus and let him know. And he comforts. How do you have pain at the same time of having this peace? 
all because if Jesus is real and he is the God of comfort and you know what, he doesn't wish any would perish and that all would come to repentance. And that's our, you know, that's why we're here to tell others about him. It's so important that, you know, that we do not die without knowing who Jesus is and having that opportunity. We have to remember we're just the messenger. Jesus does the saving. So that's true. That's so true. So, so you do have these two groups that you meet with. Now, um, this, this group that you meet with, um, this grief group that you meet with are, is, is that a weekly thing? It is. And they go through a series. It's a grief share. They have a book. And we go through, I think it's like 13 to 14 lessons. Uh And you could go to actually griefshare.com and um, put in your zip code and find a class near you. Um, The class seems very, um, it points you to Jesus. It points, uh, it shows us where our state is, you know, separated from God. So I really liked it. And when I got involved, um, I was more in the holidays, like November and then December. So they gave a book out, um, Surviving the Holidays. And that was really helpful on to how to plan ahead. You know, that was extremely helpful to say, wow, I do, I didn't catch me off guard because going to this class, it prepared me and God did surround me. You know, you entered into this club that no one wants to be a part of. But when I came into this club, I was surrounded with those who were already ready to welcome me that were experiencing the same hurt. So when I had those woulda, shoulda, coulda's, um, there was comfort there to know there's nothing I could have done. And, you know, God in Job, it says that God numbers our day, days, not a day sooner. And so God is the author of life and death. So there is nothing because you really think, oh, should I have done this? Should I have done that? But through his, Joe's death, even though I did not approve of his death, um, but there we were able to treat so many people and point them in the right direction to be helped through the sickness of um, that was going around. And so, I mean, a handful of people, family members, friends in our area and our community. And I would tell you it's um, over 10 people that we were able to get the correct medication for them. And it has been a blessing to see that because they were very important people in my life. So, so, so um, this group, you can go where to get uh, the information. Yeah. So you go to griefshare.com, I believe, .org. But griefshare.com, and then it, you scroll down, and it just says put in your zip code, and it will. there will be a list of gr- griefshare classes. They even have widows of worth. Sometimes they have special ones, and it will have every one of those groups as you scroll roll down every one of those groups in your area, starting from the closest to your home or your zip code and further out. And they have the days of the weeks. And when I first looked, there weren't many, but now there's a lot going on right now. Now you're talking about grief share, but what about uh, Widows of Worth? Um, yeah. Is there just that one club? Yeah. So they actually have Widows of, they have, um, widows of Worth. It's once a month. 
at um, over there in Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. And that's once a month, I think every second Friday of the month. And that is on their website or you can call Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, and they'll provide more information. I personally was invited. Um, I met a girl. Her name is Diane. And she I met her in 2019 at an Ambassadors Academy. We were both leaders for Ray Comfort. And um, then in 2020, she lost her husband very suddenly within a, she knew he was sick. And 30 days later, he went home to be with the Lord. And then 2021, I lost my husband and she embraced me right away and said, call me and got me connected. She's one of the leaders over there at the Widows of War. They do have a grief share class out there, but it's a different name. And I can't remember that name. So uh, they do well, have they a grief call. They can just call Calvary Chapel Chino Hills and get that information. Yeah, absolutely. But, but I love the fact that um, I, I know about um, Widows of Worth as well. Um, and it is, you're right, it is the second Friday of every month at 7 o'clock. And I would get there early because it's getting crowded. It, there's It's a big group there. And they're such great women, too. Um, and, and it's very specific because some of the, some of the groups that you can get joined to help you grieve, um, are, you know, men and women or whatever, but this is specifically women who have lost their husbands. And, and so you can really kind of relate to all the people that are there. If, if you out there are listening and you've lost your spouse, I would encourage you to, um, go to grief share and and see uh, find a group very close to where your zip code is um or if you live in the southern california area it's not too far to drive to go to women's of worth uh women of worth um there at calvary chapel chain Wid- widows widows of worth, oh, widows of worth. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i said woman yeah yeah um so that's great now um i also know that you're in um you work for a radio station down Absolutely. in San Diego. So why don't we give them a little bit of a plug? Too? Okay. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I'm with Salem Media, Salem Surround. So we have over 101 radio stations all over the U.S. And um, also, some people do not know this. So you look at the answer, the fish, um, K-Praise, that's us. And so we could run commercial spots. If you're interested in having a program, a radio show host, I'm your person to come to. I could help you in all the markets. Um, And then some people don't know that we are a digital marketing agency. So we can build up your online presence. We have a team of experts that really built up your online presence with PPC, SEO, building your website. We have a, a hand, a overwhelming amount of tactics to bring people and give you a return on investment. So we're here, we're your people to help you. I really want to talk about that too, because there's a sense of urgency that Jesus is coming back soon. Now is the time to get the word out and um, getting the word out in that kind of a media presence um your your am and fm down in san diego and it covers all of san diego and probably overlaps into um the the touching states but it it really is the largest um um christian radio station format down there isn't it 
Absolutely. And what people in general are worried about is being, um, you know, we're dealing with the counterculture and being um, banned from saying anything that might offend someone. And you don't have to worry about that with us. You can, you know, we have the conservative radio station and then we have the Christian teach and talk. So your voice can be heard. You have that story to share. And um, we're here to let you be able to grow and convey and share with the audience who is like-minded and want, wanting to grow from what you have to provide. And so that is very encouraging because I'm like-minded. And so I love what I do and I love helping other people's businesses grow as well in ministries. Well, thank you for sharing that. And thank you for being on the show. I do want to talk to the listener that's out there right now that some of the stuff that we've been talking about, about needing a savior, because we are fallen people, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And if if Stacy's story can relate to you in any way, and you re- recognize that um, whether you're young or old, that you too need to make a commitment and want to get yourself ready for heaven. Her husband was ready for heaven because he, years ago, had invited Jesus into his heart. He recognized that he was a sinner and he needed a savior. Jesus came as a child. He was God in heaven. He came as a child through Mary, was born, died, and rose again. Why? Because he was the Lamb of God that takes away all the sins of the world. And if you would like to accept him as your savior for the work that he did on the cross, today might be the day for you. Invite him into your heart, into your lives. Make a commitment and give your heart to the Lord. You may even want to say a quick little prayer and mean it with your heart. Dear Jesus, today I want to accept you into my heart and into my life. Forgive me of the sins of the past, the present, and the future. Help me to walk with you today. I want to grab onto your hand and never let it go. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you have said that prayer or something very similar to that, but meant it with your heart that you want Jesus in your life to reign and rule over you, not as a mean person, but as a gentle, gentle shepherd as he leads his sheep. This is who, this is the loving God that we serve. Call us to K Praise. But thank you for joining us today. Call us, or you can call me at 951 817 It's a leave only message line. And you can say, listen, I've accepted Jesus as my Savior. Many of you have done that already. And I'm so grateful. Uh, or you can write me on the road with Jesus. Thank you, Stacy, for joining me today on the road with Jesus and sharing your story. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. (laughs) Thank you listeners for joining us. Join us again on the road with Jesus. We love you. Thank you for being here today for on the road with Jesus with your host, Rhody Fisher. Every week you'll hear experiences and testimonies from her and her friends as they share their journey with Jesus. You'll see that you're not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. If you have a question about today's show, email Rody Fisher at rawfisher at ontheroadwithjesus.com. Spelled R-A-H-F-I-S-H-E-R at ontheroadwithjesus.com. Or leave a voicemail at 951-817-0094. 
That's 951-817-0094. On the Road with Jesus is sponsored by Global Expressions Language Project. Learn more at asquaredlamps.org. That's the letter A, squaredlamps.org. Be sure to join us each week at this same time for more On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rody Fisher. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.